0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of What The Foo. Uh, This episode, my voice will be a little bit, it sounds a little bit weird because I am extremely exhausted. I got a real job in addition to the bakery and it kind of happened all really, really fast. So I've really overprogrammed myself, overscheduled myself and I am running on a very empty tank right now. So please, please bear with me. I know last week that I had promised uh, going back to those, you know, first 40 dates that I went on in those two months. And if I'm being totally honest, the large majority of those dates is like, they're nothing really to write home about. They were very mediocre. They were meeting, you know, people and Either like it jived or didn't drive, but basically nothing came of them. Obviously, there were some in there that were very interesting, very entertaining, and great stories. This week, although I promised you one of those stories, I am so tired and I wasn't able to go back into my diary and look back at those stories to really think about, you know how to tell the story in a very, um, I don't want to say creative way, but in a much more engaging way than I would normally tell it because basically on this podcast, I'm talking to a wall and I am less animated about a lot of things. So, This week, I've actually decided that I'm going to talk about, I'm sorry, another recent date that I've been on because it is 1130 right now, California time, Tuesday night. And I know that I'm not going to have time tomorrow to record a podcast. So I'm preemptively doing this because I feel like if I'm not going to upload something, I will get a text from Lindsay asking where the podcast is. So I also thought that this was a great way to give, you know, a play by play of something that just happened. And. You know, I'm not getting back from the date at 1130. I got back like about an hour ago, but I haven't been on my phone, haven't checked my emails all day. So I've been catching up (laughs) with all my personal stuff all day. And so I went on this date with this guy. I met him on Bumble. He's 39. Honestly, I can't really tell you what he does. He uh, is in policy. He works for a tech company. Uh, around government policy and so they do a lot of research about they do a lot of fact finding for the government to educate them on the decisions that they're making without any underlying agenda so it's purely fact finding excuse me i had to burp Uh, um we he's from her he lives in hermosa beach and i'm not sure if i said this he's 39 and from his photos he's cute Uh, but again he's one of these profiles one of these people where i look at the photos and i'm like oh well you could be really really attractive in person or you could be really not attractive in person it's really a 50 50 chance and we actually hadn't had an, any real conversation leading up to this date. And so I didn't really have any expectations. And honestly, I I kind of wanted to cancel on, on the date tonight. But I didn't because I had rescheduled on him already twice. And so I kind of sucked it up and went on this date. Oh, before I continue with this date. Want to say that there has a lot that has happened in the last week with both Man Bun and Boston. So I actually want to recap that first. Okay, so first off, let's start with Boston. Well, we have been we haven't seen each other as much as we had been, mostly because he's, you know, in the process of moving. He had some friends in town. And you know, our our schedules were busy, so we didn't really see each other. I was really trying hard to make an effort to see him. He, I texted him over the weekend and I was like, yeah, I'd like to see you. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And he said he was busy and he was just really bad at texting all day. And it really irritated me because I am not somebody that needs an immediate response. However, with him, he is constantly attached to his phone. So I know he's seeing these text messages and he's just not responding. And it's such a pet peeve of mine. So finally, when he hadn't respond for several hours, I texted him back. Uh, you know, did you all of a sudden become a horrible texter? And so I feel like that text message, it's obvious I'm annoyed. Well, I don't think he caught on. Because he was like, you know, uh what why don't we hang out Monday? I was like, I can't hang out Monday. Let's hang out Sunday night, that night. And he was like, okay, maybe I'll let you know, I'm packing, I'm cleaning, yada, yada, yada. I was like, okay, fine, cool. We don't have to go to dinner or anything. We could just like hang out, watch a movie on the couch and just chill. He texts me back around, I don't know, maybe four or six. And hold on, let me get my cell phone, my phone so I can just read you what he said to me. Okay, so he texts me back later, um, and I said, you know, I have to be up early tomorrow, so what is later? And then he doesn't respond. An hour later, he texts me, and I quote, my ex came over to pick up some stuff, and we're getting food. I'll text you after I get back if it's not too late. I'm not the jealous type and I know that we're not in a relationship. However, we have been seeing each other regularly and I feel like he likes me enough that he would classify that we're seeing each other. Why the fuck would you text somebody that you're seeing or trying to date that your ex is coming over and then on top of that, that you're going to go get food with them? And then on top of that, basically insinuate that you're a second option in case uh, you decide that you want to have a last hurrah with your ex. So I'm livid at this point, but I do not respond because I know that if I responded, I'm going to come off as being a psycho bitch. So I just don't say anything. And then uh, around, this was around five o'clock, five o'clock and then around 8 30 he texts me and he's like let's hang out on Tuesday well after he sent me that text message message about his ex I felt super petty and so I turned on my red receipts and so when he texted me let's hang Tuesday my red receipts were on obviously saw that I read it Well, let me tell you, today is Tuesday and he hasn't texted me still because I think he knows that I'm annoyed, but he doesn't understand why. And, you know, I've talked about this with several people and my guy friends have said that, you know, maybe you're overthinking it. And I don't, I honestly, I don't think that I am because at the end of the day, it's like, have the co- common decency to just, if you're gonna see your ex, if she's coming over to get her stuff, fine. And if he had he only texted me that, I don't really think I would be annoyed. But the fact that he then told me he was gonna go get dinner with her annoyed the shit out of me. And then, well, also mostly because all of these exes that he's told me about. He's written them off as psychotic. So it's like, why do you want to have a meal with her? What are you going to do? Catch up? You already think she's crazy. And for the most part, it seemed like you wanted to cut her out of your life. So why are you re-inviting that into your life? Do you just like playing with fire and getting burned? So there's that. And then on top of that, like he doesn't stop there. Then he goes on to add... If I get back and it's not too late, I'll give you a call. Let me tell you something. I am nobody's second option, okay? So to me, that might be harmless. However, I think it's more of, I'm going to get dinner with my ex. We're going to catch up. If all goes well, we might hook up. If And in that case, I'm not going to be calling you. But if things do go well, or no, if things don't go well, and then I'm going to give you a call and you can come over. No, 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 no. That is not going to happen and that is not going to fly with me. So I know this week, so it's Tuesday, he's moving this weekend. He's, He's moving apartments. So he didn't text me at all today. I was very curious to see if he would text me. He did not. Um... I would say that he's probably not going to text me this week. If he's going to text me, he's probably going to text me after he moves into his apartment. Um, Haven't quite figured out if I'm going to respond to that or not. Probably not. And honestly, I, if I'm being perfectly uh, based on his patterns, I would probably say that he's not going to ever text me again because when we had matched you know way back when he had texted me like hey what's up and it wasn't a double text and when he didn't hear a response from me instead of following up he just dropped off to the face of the planet maybe that is his built-in defense mechanism so he doesn't get hurt that he doesn't want to double text but I think this time around it's a slightly different situation because we've gone on a date we've hooked up and We've kind of semi-decided that we like each other. (sighs) So that is that update with Boston. We will see if he reappears, but most likely, like I said, again, not. Now, on to Man Bun. He came back, so that was lovely as usual. Uh, But per usual, he's also very, very busy. And the first couple of days he was back, he wasn't really giving me that much attention. I picked him up from the airport. We hung out that day, but then I was working and then he was working and then we both got busy. And then over the weekend, the same time that I was having this annoyance with Boston, I was having an equal annoyance with Man Bun. So imagine me where I'm like, okay, if you're not, if you're annoying me, that's fine. I have a backup option. But both of my options (laughs) were not paying attention to me, was not giving me attention. So I was honest. I'm very actually proud of myself. I was on the verge of being a total psycho. And I was able to refrain. So what was going on with Man Bun was that uh, he wasn't, I felt like he wasn't spending enough time with me uh, while he was back. And so one night, he was like, okay, yes, we can get dinner and whatever. And then last minute, he was like, I'm so sorry. I have to go to a work dinner, but I really want to see you. Can you come over after? Despite being annoyed, I was like, sure, that's fine. I'll meet you after your work dinner and we can just hang out. Well, get over to his house and... He is nowhere to be seen. And it's late. It's like 8 o'clock. So, and I have to be up the next morning fairly early. And he knew that, so I was kind of irritated. I wait, and then so I texted him when I got to his apartment and he wasn't there. He He didn't respond. I waited and I was like, I waited, I waited. And then after 15 minutes, I was like, fuck it. I am leaving. Of course, the second I get into my car, he texts me. I tell him, you know, where are you? I thought we had agreed that we were going to meet at your house at 8. You're not here, obviously. I am here. I'm in. I am I just got into my car. And he was like, well, "What? wait, you're leaving? And I was like, well, yeah, you didn't text me back. I've been here waiting. I don't know what the deal is. So <sighs> I was like, Waiting for him to text me back and then I was sitting in my car for another 15 minutes and then finally he was like, no, please wait for me. I'd really like, like, I'd like you to stay. I'd like you to wait for me. And then he texts me, can you please come pick me up? And granted, it is only five minutes from his apartment, but I was irritated. So anyways, I go, despite that, I go pick him up. I get to the parking lot, I'm waiting there, I text him, hey, I'm out in the back by Takoya, I'm here, doesn't respond for like five, seven minutes, and then he texts me, he's like, I'm so sorry, like, it's just gonna be another minute, I promise I'm closing out my tab right now, super annoyed. But catching up on Instagram, whatever, I'm trying not to like, I'm trying to distract myself so I'm not fuming when he gets in the car. So then 15 minutes later, he shows up and he's like, do you mind if we give my client a a ride home? And she's standing right behind him what am I going to say? No. So, and honestly, I don't really care, but he, it was the principal that he knew he put me, he backed me into a corner. And um, I obviously didn't want him to look bad. So yeah, I was just really irritated. So I drove her back. They were both super wasted. And Needless to say, I was super annoyed. We get home. I'm so tired. At this point, it's like 10 and we're supposed to meet at 8. So I'm super irritated. The next morning, we're going to breakfast. And in the car, you know, it finally all came out where I kind of was like, you know, given our circumstance and our situation, my particular arrangement with him, I don't expect to be his first priority, okay? But I do expect to be a priority. And I told him that. I said, you know, I feel like I am just an afterthought. And I don't appreciate that. And I don't like that. He kind of laughed. And he's like, no, you are definitely a priority. I don't want you to think that. Why would you think that? And I was like, are you kidding me? Especially after last night. So... Um, I was just super irritated. I wasn't texting him. I think he got the hint that I was annoyed and that I was pissed. And that, and I told him, it's like, it's not even that I'm up. I know it's coming off as anger. But honestly, my feelings are just hurt. And so my defense mechanism is to just act angry. Because it's better than being sad. Uh, last night. He was like, uh, "Let's go. Like, are you gonna come over tonight? Uh, I'd like to go to dinner." I was like, "Okay, cool." And when he says that, I kind of feel like, "Let's go to dinner," isn't really "Let's go to dinner." It's kind of he's always overwhelmed with work, so it's more of me bringing takeout over and we stay in, and that's totally fine. It's just I don't want to get too complacent in that place. To my surprise, he said, you know, I'd like to go out to dinner. And I was like, okay, great. Uh, Where do you want to go? And he said, you know, let's, like, why don't you come over and we'll figure it out? And I said, great. So I get over there and he's like, actually, I've decided where we're going to go to dinner. I was like, awesome. Where are we going? He said, it's a surprise. I was like, okay. And honestly, it was it's such a small small act but it made me so happy and I was instantly not mad at him anymore and so we're driving to dinner he's still not telling me where it is we're kind of driving far normally we just stay in Manhattan Beach but we go all the way down to Torrance and he takes me to my favorite barbecue place Korean barbecue place and I was honestly so beyond happy and obviously ended up like ended the night with like a nice like, you know, session in the sheets. But I really felt like he listened and I didn't really expect him to like I expected him to hear what I said but I didn't actually expect him to take action and kind of I felt like it was his way of saying I'm sorry you you felt that way I'm sorry your feelings were hurt um this is my way of making it up to you so yeah I don't know it was just so nice and today again He's off to the airport, and so I woke. We woke up early. I dropped him off at the airport at like seven a.m., and then I went to work. And I know what you're thinking, like, like that sounds great. Why the hell are you going on another date when you've got man bun? Truth is, man bun is not relationship material. Slash, I'm not relationship material for him. So, still like going on dates. And so, which leads me back, circling all the way back to this date tonight. Like I said, met him on Bumble. He's 39. He works for a tech government policy company. And we went to this bar called Tower 20, no, Tower 12 in Hermosa Beach. Really, really lovely, cute place. It's very much got a beach vibe. Really, really love it. It's got a family vibe. I, you know, personally, I'm partial to Manhattan Beach. And no, it is not because that's where a man bun is. Hermosa Beach, for some reason, just has a very college town party feel to it. That I'm not totally into. But this restaurant was super lovely. Would recommend it um I don't know if I would recommend it for another date I mean yeah no I definitely would recommend it for a date would recommend it for something casual it's right on the pier so you get the ocean great sunsets yada 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 um at the end of the night we covered a lot of information like on both parts and at the end of the night he it was funny because I talked about my ex a lot, which I don't like to do, but sometimes when it comes up, people just keep asking questions and it's really hard to backtrack out of it. So, oh, it's just so annoying. But at the end of the night, he kind of was like <laughs> he said he said that he had dated another 29-year-old previously, but her and I are completely different in that she was 29 going on 18 and you said that I was 29 going on 40, which I honestly, I, I do take it as a compliment. I just don't like to hear it because I also feel like with men, when you say that, it almost scares them a little bit because they think that they that you want to get pregnant tomorrow and you want to get married next month. So... And actually, that is exactly what he thought. At the end of the night, he was like, I think you're really cool. I really had a lovely time. But I also don't want to waste your time because you clearly seem to know what you want. (laughs) Little does he know, I have some serious commitment issues. Uh, So I stopped him short and I said, you know oh, he also said, you know, this is one of the more intense dates that I've ever had. Like I've never shared so much on a first date before. And I said, no, that's totally fair. I think I get that a lot from guys. I think I share things about myself, which then, which for me, I don't think that it's like super personal, but other people do receive it as that. And then they feel like they need to either share something super personal, or they just feel comfortable enough that they just divulge all their deepest, darkest secrets to me. Because I mean, there have been times where I haven't shared anything about myself, but they just go on and on and on about like the skeletons in their closet, which is totally fine. And they probably just need to get it off their back. And I'm perfectly happy to listen to that. But this guy definitely was like, you definitely want to get married tomorrow. And so I had to stop him quick in his tracks and tell him, you know, I know that maybe this came off as very serious and very intense. But I want you to know that I am actually quite literally a sloth when it comes to dating. My dating timeline is like, I don't even really know if I want to date you until six months in. So I kind of like... And it is hard with all of these dating apps because it's like, what are you looking for? Okay, you're looking for a relationship. I'm looking for a relationship. We like each other. We have good conversation. Let's be boyfriend-girlfriend tomorrow. No, I am not about that. I cannot do that. I don't like labels. I scare very easily. <laughs> um, And... So I think that kind of relieved him a little bit. You could see that he was like, oh, cool, great. Um, But I think he's also semi-questioning if I actually mean that. And so we'll see. He's like, I just, we covered a lot of information tonight. I just kind of need to digest this a little bit. Totally think that's fair. And honestly, if it was up to me, I personally don't know... If Ali will see him again. So, if he does, he did ask for my number. I gave it to him. And it, I'm not sure how I feel about it now. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it tomorrow morning or even like at the end of the week. At the end of the week, at, although I'm leaning towards at the end of the week, I'm probably going to say, you know, I mean, like, I think you're great, but I just don't think that it's going to work out for us because, um, I just, he had a great face, (laughs) very, very cute, did not look like he was 39, um, very, seems very well-rounded, but I do think he's on the brink of, like, possibly a midlife crisis, so, um, and or, like, an epiphany about his life in the best way possible. I hope it's the latter, but if it is the latter, I'm not super excited to be a part of that with him. And I think that says a lot. So uh, it was more of like, I've been, I've made a friend guys and she's really great. She lives in my apartment building and we've been talking a lot about the types of guys that we're attracted to. And I think I've also honed in on not necessarily type type but I do tend to like guys with an athletic build and sure you can say who doesn't but genuinely I also you know used to joke I like a fit dad bod but ultimately if I'm really dissecting and analyzing those fit quote-unquote fit dad types uh, they really are just athletic so you know In the search of my soulmate, you guys, I'm, you know, really leaning on you guys to also be my matchmaker. So if you see anybody, know anybody that is six feet tall with with an athletic build and funny and has a great smile, please, please, please send him my way. Have him slide into my DMs. So yeah, that was this, that was tonight's date. And, um... I am glad that I went on it because I was very, very close to not going on it and totally flaking on him last minute, but I am glad that I went and I'm also glad that I'm recording this podcast now because I haven't had a lot of sleep and I was like, I just really want to sleep. I'll just do it tomorrow, but let's be honest, if I did put this off until tomorrow, there wouldn't be anything Um there wouldn't be anything uploaded, so I do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was more of an update than anything else, but I do feel like a lot has been a lot has happened. It was, I feel like it's been an emotional roller coaster, with the men in my life this week. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. Always very very appreciated because you know my ultimate goal is to get my life sponsored, so please share, rate, review, subscribe, and follow me on Instagram at Christine. that is P-H-U-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!